Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to Pod Talk, short conversations with podcast creators that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Allison Coates. Welcome, Allison. How are you? Hi, Greg. I'm really good, thank you. <laughs> Yay, tech problems. <laughs> this is a show about podcasting, so we try not to hide the fact that sometimes things go horribly wrong. Uh, so this is, we'll do this again, uh, but now we're on Zoom. <clears throat> um, so we had a great laugh because I went to all the trouble of setting up a question to ask the question, and then Allison is just staring at me because she couldn't hear me or see me. What I had said that you probably didn't hear a word of was, can you paint me a picture of uh your space and i mean that can be your home or or outside but what i'm curious about is how is like what's going on around you is it energizing you or is it feeling challenging and we're getting into like the seasonal shoulder shift here as we head into fall so like what's that picture look like for you um it's it's changed in the time we've been talking <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke because... about scotland don't like the weather wait five minutes yep it's quite true i'm i'm on the west coast of scotland in a little village called tynaburg and i i have an amazing view out of my window of the kyles of butte which is a stretch of water between the mainland and the isle of butte and sometimes i can see butte other times it disappears in the mist and today it's done all of those. And at the moment, there's fluffy white clouds and blue sky. Um, but not long ago, it was pouring with rain. <laughs> so it, we, we, we get all, all the weather in a day and in half an hour. Um, and, and I'm just noticing today that the, the autumn leaves are just beginning, beginning to turn. There's a bit of, bit of yellow mm. appearing in the trees. And the temperatures definitely dropped from a couple of weeks ago when we had a little burst of an Indian summer for a week, which was quite quite a treat. But now it's it's back down to yeah, autumn autumn's coming. Or fall for you people. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> there's something like it's autumn and then it's fall and then fall and then autumn. Like there's apparently fall and autumn are different. I'm like, whatever. <clears throat> I don't need to be digging into words. Um, so I'm guessing since you're, um, I want to say immersed or embedded, since um, since there's so little between you and that those spaces that you're describing, you know, it's not like, oh, I have to go down seven flights of stairs and then I have to ride the subway and then I'm at the sea. Since you're so right up against um, that ex those experiences, do you find... Um, do you find that you engage with those spaces to change your mood? You know, like, oh, I'm in mood A, and I know if I go for a walk, then I'll be in a better mood. Or do you find that you're just sort of you have your tendrils into all that, and it's just become part of who you are? Like, I'm wondering if you use that intentionally, or if it's just an experience that you... Mm. Good question. Um, I, it feels very much part of who I am and how my life is because I have these huge windows at the front of my house which look out at this amazing view so it's it's there all the time except mm. when the mist appears and I can I can choose to go for walks in different places there's there's a most gorgeous beach which is a a, a short drive and a walk 
the way that it just it feels so precious to be able to go there and just wander with my dog and and often even in the height of summer there's nobody else there and it's this huge sandy bay and with a, a view of the Isle of Arran um and that that's that's a favorite place to go and really sort of be alone with my thoughts and contemplate nature and I have I, I did have a habit of listening to to podcasts and things while I was walking and then then one day I didn't and it was such a different experience it mm. was like I could hear I could hear the wind in the trees and I could it was yeah felt so much more engaged with nature because I didn't have somebody else's voice in my head the yes I'm, I'm with you on so I'm a big fan of perambulating. Like, you know, I go out. I just, I just went for a perambulation this morning. Often I go running. Ooh, did I just say that while being recorded? Yikes. Um, <laughs> but this morning I was like, no, I need to go for a walk. So I was out for about an hour. And I was walking through the woods on trails. There's not a lot of um, large views. It's, you know, you're always like in stuff. Mm. Um but I find I found a few years ago that I I couldn't not that I couldn't but when I was listening to podcasts I had two problems one podcasts the ones that I'm listening to give me ideas and if I'm walking then I'm like a weirdo like ah how do I write this down or capture it and I I found that I was much I came back much more energized and recharged if I just went and left left the walk and the visual and the audio, let that all just be space for my thinking to happen. Mm. So I'm totally picking up what you're laying down about. You used to listen to podcasts while walking and it's a completely different experience without it. Um, what's your dog's name? Murdoch. Say it again. Murdoch. Murdoch, M-U-R-D-O-K? D-O-C-K. D-O-C-K. Yeah. I was just curious. Um, you have headphones on, so I know he, <laughs> sometimes if I'm feeling mischievous, I will <laughs> I will call people's dogs name Murdoch, Murdoch, you know, like, but I know you have headphones on, so the dog can't hear me. <laughs> and he's he's very, very old and very deaf. Oh, so he probably wouldn't oh, hear you get anyway. Along just fine. I do am pretty freaking deaf. Um, yeah. Do you, uh, so this is, <laughs> I know what's going on. Anybody listening? They're not going, why are we talking about podcasting? Nobody cares about that. Um, but I actually am thinking about podcasting here because as I say at the beginning, I talk to indie podcasters, right? Like podcast creators. And we all know that that's a very solo endeavor. Even if you have other crazy people you can talk to about it, it really winds up being the only person who's thinking about this at night. Falling asleep is oneself. And I'm I'm wondering... You mentioned that you listened and probably still do listen to a lot of podcasts, but how has, let's get, let's say it this way. How has, I know, I happen to know that you haven't been where you are currently for like ages and ages, but how has moving there changed the way you think about podcast creation? Like, did you have a vision maybe before of what you were going to do? And then through change of embedded experience, 
now that's like, eh, it doesn't feel like the thing I want to do now. I'm just, I'm fishing for transitions around mm -hmm. what you want to create and transitions around spaces. Yeah. Um, I've been here about 18 months now and it has, it feels like it's been a very, a very quiet time and that I've been quietly absorbing the the community around me and and I'm I'm fascinated by by the community and and seeing a, the, the mix of people who how live long has here. that community it's, been there because I'm I'm from the state so you know 10 years is long how long has that community <laughs> been there <laughs> it's um See now I'm being tested on the history. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hundreds well, of years, right? A, a few, maybe a couple of hundred years. Mm. Those they, they were probably older than that. But there's the 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 main village. Um, there's a lot of houses that were built by the rich merchants from Glasgow, mm. who would come on the steamers to there their big houses and there was also a, a gunpowder mill hmm. um where the workers worked and had explosions occasionally sorry i derailed um, your train of thought so you were saying <laughs> you're beginning to inhale and settle into the pace of the village yes yeah, so it, it's it's just fascinating having not knowing anybody here or anything about the village and then discovering the different the different sort of layers of um society and who who lives here and what their stories are and there's so there's a lot of second homes so when i first arrived in the winter i was really puzzled as to why <laughs> seems, seems like there's nobody here and i was right <laughs> there was nobody here they were but over the last few years apparently more people have become permanent residents because they've discovered that they can work remotely mm. and and people have made different decisions about where they where they want to, to spend their yeah. time and what matters yeah <clears throat> um and there's yeah various community projects um that are going on including a community forest and which is is quite an incredible project but there's there's a lot of human stories in there that i would I would really like to share in some way, but I'm I'm I was thinking I'm building up the courage to ask people, but I'm also building connections. So it's and it feels like those connections are now beginning to come together that I I was reading a newsletter from the forest um that was it must have been published two or three years ago. And when I first read it it was like oh that's interesting and then I read it recently and every article and person mentioned in there mm -hmm. I, I know I now know who the I can put a face to those people and I I know more of their story and and who they are um so yeah there's something brewing about the people in this community and uh, yeah there's there's interesting stories about um what what you what it takes to be a um 
a local that there's people who have family connections that go back generations that people would have like their grandparents had a house here and they came here every holiday as a child and but they're not local and <laughs> and then there's yeah people who were born here who were local and seem to be very unhappy with anybody who wasn't born here and mm. so there's and and social media um particularly facebook there's a facebook group um and it do the it, local it can, well I mean, it can that. be quite it, it's where the, where the news it's where i was gonna the say that's news. not the locals on facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what? but but you get these spats go like somebody yeah. will make a comment and then there'll be a an angry comment about these incomers who mm. want to change everything. So, but what I've what I've really noticed is is that the village and the community need everybody. We need the second homeowners and we need the locals and yeah, everybody in between. And and the community is actually thriving now. That there's a a primary school which used to have about. I think you had about 40 pupils and they're now over 70. So mm. there's, yeah, you're there's getting a some change. spread in the generations yeah. and the ages. That's, that's always a good sign <laughs> when people are bringing their families and starting families there. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. I pause. I say this a lot. It's not because I'm like, huh, all right, I'm done. It's like, oh no, I got 90 ideas I want to ask about. Um, you, that that all really sounds um pregnant like there is a podcast or a you know i happen to know you mentioned doing film like there is a creative thing there that's that's not poked its green shoots up yet uh what's that like you know so this year reap two years out or something like that um and i feel like there is a creative pre-process that you're deeply into there and you also sound very aware of that so my my i'm wondering like how aware are you of because you very clearly said you know I, I read this thing and then i read it again and now i'm realizing that i've developing these relationships with these people and now these stories have meaning and i'm wondering are you actively like mm, another year from now i'm here's the idea of the thing i'm going to create or are you just hands off i don't know it's been going great for 18 months let's just not touch you know, don't touch the soup. No, some something is bubbling up that because I've wondered. It's like, well, how did how did I end up here, and why did I end up here? And and there's there's some purpose to it, and it feels that it is around. Yeah, it's around the community and. And I'm still sort of formulating the idea about, is it about the community seeing themselves and being able to value what what they have within the community rather than, because I, I get really upset when I see this tension between the the locals and the incomers. And and it, it, it mainly isn't that like that. People are so welcoming of, of everybody. Um, so yeah, so there's one side of it is like helping the community because there is there has been a lot of tension over community forest and things like that. Um, 
But then the other side is, well, yeah, wouldn't it be interesting for people outside of this community to to have a little insight into what it's like to live in a Scottish village that's 45 minutes drive from a supermarket? Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm getting braver and I'm sort of, I've, I've been talking more openly with people locally about what what I have done in the past with making films um, and yeah sort of sowing sowing seeds and looking for cohorts for, yes who's my, waiting for germination who's on my team <laughs> who's on team Allison um I'm a very visual person. So I just had this question like, uh, so I assume you have a high street, we'd call them a main street here in the state. So if you, if you like went from your house, I don't need to know exactly where you live, but like if you went from your house and you like walked across the village on high street on a random weekday morning, how many people would you pass? And what's the vibe when you pass them? Like, is it like in the States, a lot of times it's eyes down, don't make eye contact because I don't want to get attacked, you know? like is it i know it's not big city but like what's that vibe when you walk down the high street yeah the, the high street is i think it is called high street but it <laughs> but little i know about the uk is of course you have a high street <laughs> and it's called high street <laughs> but it's it's not like a high street you might know it, i think there's i don't know maybe seven seven shops in mm. the high street um and yeah, I can I can go for a walk. So I I walk my dog every day, and I can see nobody. Or other days I will see people, but it and more and more it is. It, yes, it used to be that I could go for a walk and I wouldn't see anybody, or I'd see someone and just sort of nod hello. So I could be listening to a podcast or mm -hmm. talking on the phone. But now, whenever I go out, I, I see people I know and it's stopping for a chat and how are you and what's going on? Um, and then, and even visitors to the village. So during the summer, there's there's quite a lot of visitors, although apparently this summer was, was quieter than it has been. Um, and and even then, it yeah, it's always eye contact and saying hello. That's if somebody yeah because i i was i was in england recently and i was quite shocked when somebody walked past me and just didn't even look up and it was like yeah so i i've just got used to yeah if you walk past a person you acknowledge that right. i'm a person you're a person yeah hello how are you doing mm. and yeah so it's I, easy to forget yeah so i i i asked for that um image you know because i i know you well enough that you're really good at painting those kinds of pictures i asked for that image because as um as an independent podcaster i am <laughs> always walking around uh, it's an audio podcast so i have like my hands over my head like i'm deep in thought and i'm like staring three feet in front of me I don't often have my hands on my head, but like figuratively, I'm in like this, I'm literally closing myself off with my hands from the world. Um, and literally in my thinking, it's all like, well, how am I going to do this? And what is this going to be? And I have to do that. And then I have to do this thing. And that's, um, aside from being unhealthy, that is a really tough place 
or an almost impossible place to plant fertile seeds. So we were talking about this idea that you, you, this, it might be an idea. We don't know what it is. There's this thing bubbling up. And I was trying to get you to really unpack for us uh, because I think that high street and all the rest of it that you've been describing is actually energizing you. So you, you're like, you're transitioning mentally about how you think about creating because of where you've embedded yourself. Um, and it, from what I know of the backstory, you didn't just, you know, throw a dart at the map, that there was some consideration, like, I think I'm going to go here. Um, so that worked out spectacularly well, I think. Um, also sounds like, Ooh, that's lucky to be able to, <laughs> to be able to, to, to not be so rooted in one place. You're like, Oh, like be pretty easy for me to move. But a lot of people I know if they were going to move, it's like, this is a major uprooting to try and move location. So I think super, um, mad props for being able to do that. And then being able to actually take that gift you gave yourself and do something with it. There's no question there. <laughs> You. it's funny it's just hearing you just to reflect <clears throat> that back to me it it just feels normal to do what I've done because it's it's just what I've done but yeah if I look back at I suppose previous previous stages of my life I would have been and I know I was completely stuck in no, this is where I am and this is what I have to do. But yeah, by by making choices over the years that weren't weren't what was expected of me and weren't what other people would have done, then it it's got easier to make other choices to mm. do things differently and and move. Yeah, practice. Practice. Mm. <laughs> There's a thing about profundity. Sorry, it's kind of like your language is you that smoke me, but I don't want I don't mean like drop this big word to people listening. But if somebody says something profound, which is a profundity has appeared, there's nothing you can say in answer. So what you just said was awesome. Rewind, listen to that again. I think that talking about those, um, uh, so like in my opinion, me managing to get other people to talk about that stuff is super like that's the to me that's that's how my podcast my work changed the world because there have to be people who are nodding along like yep i understand exactly what allison is talking about i'm in the middle of that or i did that because I'm, I'm thinking of people who've been on the show who are like their story is like they did that kind of thing and then they told great you know after afterwards this was awesome um, but i think normalizing that is super important and we were talking about normalizing I don't want to like make a whole, let's make a whole nother topic you ever want to talk about. But I really think normalizing profound, uh, right, that's grammar sentences, words into pudding. I think <laughs> we do a lot of good by taking the time to stop and unpack things that are actually profound. Because if they're just normal for us, we're like missing this opportunity to give this gift to other people like, this is really profound. I'm aware that it's profound, and I really want to share how awesome I think it is. So I, I really enjoy, as he rambles and waves his hands, I really enjoy getting people to unpack that because I'm just like, that's really cool. <laughs> Tell more people about that, which is what we're doing. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which... 
I'm just tormenting <laughs> you by not asking you questions, but <laughs> which would would just yeah what what you've been saying has has made reminded me of conversations that I've had with people hmm. in in the village um, around yeah my my youngest coming out as non-binary at the end of last year and and they're 26 now and their pronouns are they them and and i i decided to talk about it and so i i would talk to people and it was a very interesting process <laughs> to hear responses and be quite surprised at how transphobic some people were um and and also how me talking about it opened up conversations with people mm. about either themselves or their own children about any any sort of difference not not necessarily about non-binary or trans but whether it was the um, incomers versus the people who live here. Yeah. It's like, what? What car yeah. is this person driving? Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, you know, the the little drone behind that conversation, and I can just see, the, you know, that figurative person responding, and then being like, wow, I mean, Allison doesn't seem to be wigged out by this, and like just being your normal, reasonable self, like just one you know, not specifically you necessarily, but it's one, just being a normal, regular person and saying like, hmm, this is not something I usually encountered. I encountered it and here's what I think about it. And people that just begin that you're normalizing, reacting reasonably, which just that yeah. is a useful thing to do in the world. <laughs> yeah, because I, it was the, the whole coming out process and and how I somehow <laughs> I I volunteered to to share the news with with grandparents and um, other family members um, because that's what they wanted and and I I sort of got got my knickers in a twist about it it was it was suddenly this sort of tiny little insight into how it must be. Mm. For, for that for person people experiencing to, that to coming out person, yeah. and yeah and and then i spoke to my son and and he was he was just like well, it's just information because <laughs> it's and, normalized and, yes and and for for him yeah it's far more normalized like he's in his 20s and it's it's not that big deal. But then me thinking about speaking to my dad, who's nearly 90, and, and having all the like all of this stuff going on in my head, and then it's like, okay, no, Matt says it's just information. So I remember calling my mum and and saying, I've I've got some information to share with you. <laughs> So she said, oh, do I need a pen and paper? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> this may be a grammar lesson too, Mom. I said, no, I don't. I think you'll remember this. And, 
<laughs> you might want to sit down, but yes. And yeah, I it was just it was just amazing to be and sort of looking back at it, realizing that me coming into the conversation with I'm just sharing some information. And so each person that I shared it with just accepted that information. Mm. And it's like, yeah, this this is still the same person that you've always known and loved. It's just they've they've changed their name and their pronouns are different. Um and it was that normalizing of it, rather, because if I'd if I'd gone, oh my God, this thing has happened. Mom, you're not gonna believe what happened, right? Yeah. yeah. As if it's a new and, thing that just happened, right? <laughs> Yeah, so it, it and it it's felt so I think it's so amazing to be able to speak to people and then for people to recognize something in that of themselves about whether it's the courage to be like the courage to be yourself. And that's the thing that I I admire most about my youngest is that despite all the transphobia out there and it's there's a lot they are so much happier being who they are and and it and it yeah I could it, it makes me emotional <laughs> that to realize that they are now happy they're happy in their own skin and they are they're easy to be with that in the past they've been uncomfortable and awkward and hmm. not happy in social situations but a couple of weeks ago, met up with my parents, um, and it was just delightful because they're happy. They're actually happy being who they are, and and it just feels like a message for everybody that if we can be happy with who we are and that we're accepted, we're just accepted yes. for who. It's like who is this person in front of me? I don't, and it doesn't because somebody I shared a photo. And somebody assumed that they were a woman, and 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 then somebody else has said, "Well, how how do they present? They present as male or female?" And I said, "They present as themselves." And it's and I and what you were saying earlier about being non-binary is a sort of negative. It's not describing what they are; it's describing what, what they're they not. Aren't. Yeah. And and knowing. Now I've learned such a lot knowing that non-binary can it mean it means whatever it means to that one person. Yeah, it doesn't actually it's, tell it you doesn't, anything. Doesn't it doesn't tell, tell you, what you they anything. Aren't. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And that there isn't non-binary is not one thing. It is it's not it's not male, it's not female, it's something else. And yeah, but the because I I felt inspired to be more of me by seeing my youngest being more of them it's like wow if you can be you then why am I not being fully me um, I'm just watching our time tick and I'm just gonna say um <laughs> yes is what I'm gonna say um, Allison, I'm so tickled that we got a chance to, to actually record one of our conversations and successfully record. So I really appreciate your taking the time out of your not busy schedule 
to sit down and have a chat with me. Um, I hope you get more awesome weather and continued awesome views and scritches for the dog. Say hi to Murdoch. And I will see you when next I see you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Craig. And it's raining now. <laughs>